0: Today on The Travel Guys. In the travel news, enhanced TSA security screening is beginning at airports around the country and intercontinental hotels. That's Holiday Inn and Gang has decided to buck the trend and leave its cancellation policy at 24 hours. Updates coming up.
1: We have tickets to give away today, tickets to see Neil Diamond in Sacramento on Wednesday night, and tickets to see Damn Yankees at Music Circus on Tuesday, August the 8th.
0: Let's give the Music Circus tickets away first at 3.20 to listeners who can answer a few questions about their travel etiquette. At 3.35, we talked to KFBK morning host
1: Amy Lewis and her husband and traveling companion Stuart about their upcoming trip to Europe. What tips can they share with us, what t- I guess I should turn the rest of my microphone on it. On what tips they can share with us to make us a smarter travelers. Would you like to see Neil Diamond at the
0: Golden One Center on Wednesday night? We have three sets of tickets to give away. Be listening at 345 for instructions on how you can win two of those tickets for yourself.
1: Well, we're going to have a little fun today on the Travel Guys. Do our best to make you a smarter traveler. Give away some tickets. All that today. Thanks for joining us on KFBK. duty, Tom Romano, Mark Hoffman, the Travel Guys here, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. It's a wonderful Sunday. It's a, another hot one, last day of the California State Fair. That might have been the strangest opening
0: of the Travel Guys yet. Yeah. If only people could have seen what was going on here in the uh, control room. Uh, well, mostly instigated by the fact that I lost my... What What happens here when the show begins, just so you know, is that Tom's in front of a microphone. He has a copy of the headlines, and I have a copy, and we take turns going back and forth we've rehearsed it of course except in this case i forgot my copy of the headlines so about fifteen seconds before we were to start i realized that we only had one copy yeah and
1: and i didn't know that he didn't really have a copy he he was just looking at me oddly and uh... pulling his microphone closer to me and then i realized that uh... what was going on so in an attempt to uh... share the written page I think those are your headlines right there.
0: Yeah, they are it. right here, yeah. yeah. I, know I found them as soon as we didn't need them sure.
1: anymore. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, in the process of trying to share the the copy, uh, we were attempting to try to turn our microphones on uh-huh. and, and, and we spend most of our time turning our microphones
0: off if you've if, if, you've, if you've ever seen abbott and costello or any laurel and hardy why uh first. exactly you could have made a nice little thing out of us <laughs> trying should, to get the headlines out there at the beginning of the program we,
1: we weren't we weren't streaming that on youtube were we that's too bad maybe we should start streaming this
0: show welcome it's, to the kfbk cavern <laughs> where the air conditioning is still a little bit on the fritz, so things are kind of buttoned down. So it's it's kind of like we're incognito in the building. All the drapes are pulled, the blinds are pulled, and nobody's supposed to know that we're in here. Um, well, we are, and we're here to disseminate great information
1: in, in an effort to hopefully uh help you become a, a smarter traveler and and we do have a fun uh, fun show and today and even
0: if you don't like travel and you have don't care about what we're talking about at all we have we're here to bribe you to keep listening to that yes and if you tuned in
1: specifically to for the ticket giveaways because you were listening to uh KFBK and you uh-huh. heard either the promo or better yet you heard Amy and Dan promoting uh the the ticket giveaway well we want to thank you for joining us perhaps for the first time and maybe we can give you a reason to to stick around and we we've got to extend a great uh, thank you to amy and dan for uh for mentioning it on the show absolutely on friday yeah yeah friday even though there was
0: a bit of an anomaly mark you want to they were i was supposed to be on with (laughs) them and i got hung up in a police stop in rancho cordova cut my time a little bit tight and so, um, it's my, my whole radio life here the last couple of days has been just a little bit up. Can't get the headlines out. A, a, police, a police stop. A police huh? stop. Well, mm-hmm. it got, the you officer know, this... was right next to me and the lights were on and the, the siren was on. There was no way I could call the radio station and, you know, I mean, even on the phone. So it was kind mm-hmm. of a weird situation, but, uh, yeah, I used that
1: when I was in high school in regards to why I was late for class. <laughs> uh, but no, no, honestly, we, we. We we uh, we can verify that that story by way of the uh, the the total traffic department who was uh, go to all the police that. blotter.
0: And, and yeah, well, there was <laughs> I was right in the middle of, you know, the guys were taking out their guns and stuff like that. I thought I was going to have a really important story to report. On the news, instead of how you could win Neil Diamond and Music Circus tickets, which are going to come up later on in the program, and you don't have to do anything special except be listening and grab your telephone at the right time, and we'll tell you how to do all of that, uh, is coming up a little bit later on. Speaking of Music Circus, saw Nine to Five this week. Um, Wonderful, fun show. I had seen that on Broadway, and of course, I saw it. When it was a movie back Mm -hmm. in 1980, I want to say. Yeah, something like that, 80s. And uh, it still plays very well today. It's uh, the, the folks at the music circuit in the round, you know, that is not easy to do a show in the round. And they had a lot more props and a lot more stage paraphernalia than they usually have. You know, usually in the round, you're doing things kind of minimalist. Mm -hmm. But in this case, they had to have desks and stuff, nine to five, they had to show an office. Mm -hmm. And boy, there was a lot of moving of things. I think the people who did the, whatever they call the stage hands who get things on and off, I'm sure there's a technical name for that. Do they they recreate that scene where they tie the boss up? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. In fact, I believe the last performance is going on as we speak right now. But yes, the boss, even at the music circus, the boss was hoisted up into the air, um, to hang all over the place it was it was a lot of fun I, I think it started a little bit slowly, and I think people were kind of like eh, i don 't know, but it just kind of built on itself and the gal who was playing Dolly Parton just did a terrific job. I know she was on the air with uh, with Kitty last week, and uh, she she was a lot of fun, and it 's a great show i mean it 's not it 's a show that 's fun to start with, so you can 't hardly The Music Circus people, that's really a great venue, and they really do a terrific job. If you're new to town and you've never been there before, there are a couple of shows still to go this summer, I would really recommend to you that maybe you win some tickets today on this program. But um, checking it, if you enjoy the theater, it's a, I don't want to call it a cheap ticket, because then people are going to say, well, it's not a good thing. But it's an inexpensive ticket. You can go downtown. There are lots of great restaurants downtown now and have dinner and on any level go to the theater i i just highly recommend it i think that we've the quality of our con, our cultural arts in town has gotten a lot better
1: absolutely i i do want to mention mark mentioned that it uh that it was a little chilly in the building they they have a very good air conditioning and you know i know the ladies particularly you know my ladies anyway will always bring a sweater when they mm-hmm. go to the movie theater because even if it's 100 degrees outside because they'll try to chill you out so uh bring a sweater yeah I know you may look funny going into the music circus at 102 degrees outside carrying a sweater but you'll be glad that you have it when you get in. i'm
0: here. guessing when you take a building and you put several thousand people into it that the building has to start out cooler than it ends up in order to keep it cool the whole night but anyway i'm not a an HVAC guy, but well, I do have some travel news here. If you'd Let, like to go that let's direction. Let's
1: do it. Travel news time. I'm going to now attempt to uh, make you a smarter traveler about the travel news. What do All you right.
0: Got? We've been talking about um, places where tourists have become so overwhelming that they're almost unwelcome. And there are two European cities that we've talked about, Barcelona and Venice that are having this problem. And so now they're starting to do something about it. Indeed, Barcelona has announced that they are going to start charging a large, a, a, a a fee for previously culture of, act, cultural activities that have been free. Um, they are also going to limit the hours, and they're going to do time-dated entry into some of their attractions in town. Um, Barcelona is the number one cruise ship port in the world. I didn't know this. Um, <clears throat> so it, uh, they get a lot of ships there, and of course cruise ships have a tendency, two or three of them can really overwhelm a destination. So um, Venice, on the other hand, is creating... A, a program and called Enjoy and Respect Vienna, and they are going to create fines where for tourists who don't, who do anything that is considered to be inappropriate, anywhere from 25 to 500 euros. I mean, so that's, you know, euros about a buck 10, about a buck 15 right now. So that's uh, $30 to maybe 550, 600 bucks. So they're not kidding. Um, people who, I'm guessing, if you don't use the restroom You know, and you use the street or you drop your garbage or you do other things Mm -hmm. like that. And you're seen doing that Why they're going to start finding you and and good for them trying to return a little bit of civility to their city. Um, Here's an update on another story that we've been following about hotels changing their cancellation policy to make them uh, to to move them out so that folks would not be able to cancel. Used to be able to cancel hotels sometimes up until six o'clock on the day of arrival. Uh, Then it went to a couple of years ago to 24 hours ahead. A couple months ago, Marriott moved their cancellation policy to 48 to 72 hours. Hilton followed a couple of weeks later. And now Intercontinental Hotels, which would be the third biggest kid on the block, has decided instead of joining the first two, they're going to go the other direction. Uh, Some of their hotels had 48-hour policies. They're going to roll them all back to 24 hours. And in some cases, you will still be able to cancel your Holiday Inn room on the day of arrival without penalty. So Intercontinental has fired a blast back at Marriott and Hilton and said uh, maybe not so much. But the bottom line here is that if you are traveling and staying in a hotel and you're used to it being able to cancel at 6 o'clock day of arrival or the day before, you better read that printout or look at your phone one more time and make sure you know when you can cancel, especially if you're a business traveler now and you get in a situation, maybe your plane doesn't go or something, it'll be interesting to see. Some of the hotel chains, uh, Hilton says that the 24-hour policy doesn't stick to their highest tier people. So there would be an advantage of of being loyal to one hotel chain might get you out of an onerous cancellation policy. But nonetheless, those things are changing and I'm going to just tell you The days of being able to cancel your car rental on the day of arrival and not have it cost you anything are not long for the world. I can't imagine that the car rental companies will not change their policies also. Electronic gadgets. uh, We mentioned this. TSA being a little bit less lenient, wanting to be able to see through your bag a little easier, asking you to take the gadgets out. Also, certain foodstuffs are a problem for TSA inspectors. Increasingly, you are. It is now policy. At every airport in the country, you're going to be asked to remove any electronic device that's larger than a cell phone. It's not in every airport yet, but it will be in every airport soon. So don't be surprised if you're asked to take something out of your bag that you weren't asked to take out before. And if you have something, solid foodstuffs, fudge, uh, something like that that's not liquid but still is a solid Take it out. Be proactive. Take it out of your bag. Take your big electronics out of your bag, and then maybe you will get through security just a little bit faster. Finally, Frontier Airlines has announced that they are coming back to some cities that they have left. Sacramento is not one of them. Yay for that. The guys with the, who charge to put stuff in the overhead bin and things like that, we have kept them out of town for a little while.
1: So if Frontier was one of those? Frontier was uh, one of those. And that,
0: yeah. there, speaking of Frontier, Frontier, American and Delta have been fined a total of $850,000 by the Department of Transportation for involuntary bumping, damaged bag violations, and delayed refunds. I guess that's if the flight attendant came up and kind of involuntarily bumped you there. That's not legal. <laughs> I don't know what that means. There you go. But anyway, that's for kicking you off the airplane when you had a ticket. And that is your travel news for today we are going to give away some tickets to the music circus in this next segment mr. Romano yes sir uh, in fact uh, yeah now how uh, how are we gonna do that well I think we'll get some folks on the line here we've got uh, let's get a couple folks on the phone and we will ask them some questions about their travel etiquette and that may make them eligible to be able to win some tickets the music circus tickets are for uh, Tuesday night the 8th of August you have to be able to go on August the 8th to see Damn Yankees, 921-1530 and 800-834-1530 are the phone numbers. Yes, sir?
1: Yeah, which uh, callers are we looking for here?
0: Well, let's take the third and fourth caller, shall we? Um, 921-1530 and 800-834-1530. Give us a call. We'll see if we can set you up with some music circus tickets right after this.
1: Welcome, we are the Travel Guys, we're on the road again, thanks for joining us, Mark Hoffman and Tom Romano, we're brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations, and it's that time, by the way, once again, Neil Diamond tickets, the last quarter hour of the show. Oh man, Sometime I've around. been sitting here waiting yeah, for the Neil Diamond tickets. Yeah, I know, We we're not really like baiting you to stay with the show or whatever no, no. if you have to you can just tune out tune back in at a quarter till uh, <laughs> at any rate bottom line is it's time now to give away Think the she
0: uh, just got rid of half of the audience i know
1: <laughs> it, time to give away tickets to see a uh, damn yankees at the music circus on tuesday august the 8th uh-huh it's a wednesday night right okay what do we have mark we actually got...
0: it's august the 8th is a tuesday night
1: that's right. Tuesday night, August Tuesday the eighth. Yes,
0: yes. Two sets of tickets. Let's get some contestants here. Uh, let's see. Luis is going to put them up on the on the phone for us here. We have uh, Tim in Roseville and Donna in Elk Grove. Welcome to the Travel Guys gang. Thank you. Okay. Hey, what we're going to do here? We're we're going to we're going we're gonna to give these tickets away. First of all, we want to do is find out a little bit about your travel etiquette. So we're just going to ask. We're, we're, there's there's no wrong answers here. But we just want to know what you what you, how, what you would do in each one of these situations that come up. So Tim, let me ask you first, um, you're, you're standing in line waiting to get on board the aircraft and um, all of a sudden somebody cuts in line right in front of you. And so are you going to are you going to say something to the person in line? Are you going to say something to one of the airline staff? Or are you just going to let it go?
2: I'm just gonna let it go. I already have a ticket. I know I going to get a seat. And typically for me, I like to sit if it's like uh, Southwest, where you where you find your seat. I like to sit at the back of the plane anyhow because there's not a rush to get out.
0: All right, that's the, that's yeah. that's very legit. And Tom, and, what w- what
1: would you do, he, Thomas? He had an answer and reasons and reasons. Yes, that's. Yeah, I would uh, I would roll my eyes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and uh, do my best to look annoyed. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah. and then I would make the determination as to whether they're
0: English speaking or not, uh-huh. right. and then probably just let it go and just let it go. It's because yeah. life is too short for you know things like that, now, had, which is what the guy who just cut in line in front of you is counting on. Now, I think if
1: they had if they had thirty friends with them, uh-huh. that might right. be another story. That
0: would be div- that would <laughs> Tim. Would you respond differently if if it was more than just one or two people then? Yes. no, yeah.
2: not really. Because again, I've got a seat assigned to me and.
0: it's just not worth it to get my blood pressure up and and
2: get excited about it. I'm probably still a little bit inside, and like you say, roll your eyes. But other than that, nope.
0: Okay, so Donna, same kind of scenario here. You're in line at the casino. You're in the buffet line, and you've been there for 30 minutes, and you're still, you know, a little ways from the front. And all of a sudden, four people just walk in line right in front of you. Now, are you going to you going to say something to them, or are you going to say something to the folks running the restaurant, or are you just going to let it all just, just all hang out?
2: Oh, you know, I don't care that much about food. It's not my liver, so I don't care. Go. <laughs> if you need the food that quickly, go. go. I'll wait.
0: <laughs> God, we have a bunch, of, a bunch of mellow folks. All right, let me ask you here, Donna. Let me ask you another one here. Um, you're on the airplane, and somebody says something really rude to a flight attendant and you think it's really inappropriate, are you going to tell, are you going to summon another flight attendant? Are you going to say something to the person who said something, or are you going to record it on your cell phone?
2: I'm definitely going to say something to the person that said it. Um, I can't stand for that. Rude isn't necessary. And to see somebody treated like that would bother me. So I would definitely say something nicely to the person and just let them know that they're being a little cranky. Aha, Thomas. Hey, hey
0: stewardess, can give me the drink list. <laughs>
2: exactly. exactly. Can I have a double, double bourbon?
0: <laughs> um, okay. Let's, Tim, let's let's ask another one of, of Tim here. Um, Tim, you go into the restroom, and you need to use one of the stalls, and all the stalls are occupied except the disabled stall is open. Are you going to use the disabled stall because it's the only one open, or are you going to wait for one of the other stalls to come open?
1: Depends on how urgently I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. Great answer. I can
0: that. I like that. A lot I, of
1: listeners uh, identifying with that.
0: I like that. I like that. That's that's that and that is it that is an excellent answer. All right. Uh, for Tim and for Donna. Um, Tom, we have two t- sets of tickets here. I think oh. both of our contestants have done very well. What do you say we we, we Make, we make both of them winners.
1: Good. You brought up uh, two, two sets. Two sets. All right. Yes. Well, so, then how about perfect? That uh, works out. We've got Tim and Donna and they both get tickets.
0: So thank you both for being travel guys listeners. If you will hold on the phone, um, Luis will get every information he needs from you here. It might take him a minute because he's got to take care of the news coming up also. But thank you both and uh, have a good time at Music Circus. Maybe I'll see you out there. That's my night also.
2: Thank you Thank so you very much. much. You're welcome.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. Hold on the line there. Um, that was kind of fun. We have, you know, how many tickets I have for Neil Diamond? I have three pair. Three pair, and they are all seats on the floor, so they're all pretty good seats. I mean, you know, you know, the the floor seating
1: at the uh, Golden One is uh, a little different than it was at uh, uh, out at the Sleep Train. Uh, you're a little closer. It, yeah. it's a little narrower. Uh, and uh, I was there last night seeing Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Oh, wow! And uh, how was it? Oh, it was marvelous. I mean, they're they're spectacular. <laughs> Are to the begin acoustics
0: with. better in that building much, than they were at the old? Much better. Uh,
1: much better. I, you know, the they were pretty loud when they started, and it took a while for the. You know that numbness to set into your ears, so that you can start to begin to define the music. But yeah,
0: no, I, it's considerably better at the uh, the new arena, uh, like it as it should. We yeah. have a story here. Talk about breaking news. Um, this just happened yesterday. Um, a, a a court ruling came down that may be very helpful to those of us who are crammed into airline seats. And you called this to my attention, Tom. Um, Flyers rights had asked the FAA to issue some regulations because they say that. Two things they say it's physically health unhealthful the airline seating to be as tight and as cramped as it is, and they're also saying that there's an issue with having that many people in that small of a space and getting people safely off an airplane. And so the uh, Department of Transportation didn't, or the FAA didn't really agree with them on the uh, being crammed into too small a space being unhealthful, but they did agree with the fact that perhaps it's unsafe. And so now they have gone back to uh, it's possible that we are going to get now a regulation that is going to put a halt to where seat size goes and how much space everybody gets um, on an aircraft. So it's it's kind of a strange way that it's all coming about. But sometimes strange things happen. So maybe we are. it's not like you're going to get a foot of new legroom tomorrow, but at least you might not get any less. Well, just keep in mind
1: now, as the extra foot of legroom becomes available and uh-huh. they have to actually take out some seats, be prepared for the prices to go up.
0: Should the government regulate airline seat size? This is on a survey on Chris Elliott's website. Ninety-three percent. Um, said yes out of over 400 respondents. The news is next, and then we're going to have Amy and Stuart to talk about going overseas. And we have some Neil Diamond tickets to give away right here on the Travel Guys. If you have to go West, travel
1: my way. Take Welcome the to, to another edition of the Travel Guys, west. Mark and Tom, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. And again, one of our favorite guests. Uh, guest guests, (laughs) celebrity guests, I might say, is uh, uh, morning news anchor Amy Lewis and her husband Stuart. And uh, we love to have them on because, well, they they travel a lot and uh, they do a lot of their own planning. And we always find things from them that make them smarter travelers.
3: And when Tom says they do a lot of their planning, my husband does all the planning (laughs) and then kind of runs it by me. And I say, yes, or... No, start over.
0: <laughs> Poor Stuart. <laughs> so you guys are embarking on this on this big trip. You're going over to the British Isles, sounds like. We've talked to you when you've come back, and you always guys always have great stories, but I, this time I'd like to hear maybe a couple of your stories about planning. Stuart, if you're the guy who does the planning.
3: Let me tell you first, though, Mark, this is how this all started, because I said to Stuart... Uh, because we went to Broadway back earlier this year, and then I said to him, I want to catch a couple more shows, but we don't have the time to go, and so I said, we're going to go soon, and um, so we're going to go see a couple of shows on Broadway, and then Stuart said, well, then let's just uh, jump over to the UK after that.
4: Yeah, so, you know, we had we had seen the plays in, in early this year, and, and we're going back uh, soon to New York, and... The opportunity just to fly out of JFK into London is such a short flight yeah. and there are some areas that we hadn't seen so we just said we got the time vacation time let's just let's just make this happen so the, the idea was um, it looked at research uh, did a lot of internet uh, uh, searches on where to go and we like London and we've never been to Edinburgh and we wanted to go back to Paris so It was a lot of what flights leave JFK and land in Heathrow at what time, and then how to get up to the other cities. And And we kind of
3: debated when we got to London if we were going to fly to Edinburgh or if we were going to take a train. Right. But the train ride was how long?
4: I think the train ride is about three or four hours. But the the problem is is that the flight that we wanted to take out of uh, JFK in New York and land in Heathrow, we get there about 8 p.m. London time. And so there weren't there are any trains, and the flights were not suitable. So we just decided to stay uh, stay one night in London.
3: And we time. really do like taking the trains, guys, because we did last time, uh, we took a train from Paris to Brussels and um, then hey, we're, and then to Amsterdam, and loved it. I mean, the scenery is gorgeous, Tom. I mean, you know, riding in a train, you have no worries. You're just – although I have to tell you that we um, – we're going to go to Brussels where the terror attack was, but we ran out of time because the weather was really bad and we had other places that we needed to go to, and so we weren't able to do that. But that kind of made the ride kind of um, ominous, you know, a kind of ominous feeling. We like the trains trains
4: because uh, less time security, just go into the terminal, get on, and the seats are wider, it's it's easier.
3: Let's back
1: up and talk just a moment about uh, your planning strategies, uh, uh, Stuart, because, you know, we advise people uh, on the Travel Guys to stay away from third party uh mm-hmm. for booking hotels and so forth and and we oftentimes will encourage them to you know, you maybe use a travel agent, particularly if they're leaving the country. Yeah, uh, and and we uh, did
3: that quite a number of times. The first couple times we went, we used travel agents for sure. Yeah. So, and
1: so with that being said, what is your strategy there in regards to searching online and then making the final decisions and pulling the trigger on your flights and so forth? How does that work for you?
4: Well, and and to that point, uh, I did get some of the information from you guys, and we did use uh, travel agents, like Amy said, and. I we have a particular hotel chain that we like to use. So I research that. I research where the hotels are in the city compared to where we want to walk. And I honestly, I call the hotels directly. I do all the research on the rooms we want online at the hotel site, no third parties. And then I actually I like speaking to the people at the desk He's for old the reservation. School. I am. <laughs> I call them, I ask about the rooms, I ask about the view, I ask about the street outside and walking distance is where we're going to go because I do know where we want to go and some sort of walking plan. And that helps out a lot. And then, generally, I book with them on the phone, calling them, it's yeah. no expense to call.
0: Wow, okay, Wow. Well, that's wow, great. Wow, we have some smart travelers here, don't we,
1: Tom? We certainly do. And now, in regards to your airlines, uh, same deal?
4: And the airlines, I, I go right to the airline website, if it's Air France, British Airways, and I check, well, I go in and I, I do the search first, I get three or four airlines, I think, and I base it on hours of flights between cities and stops. And then I go right to the airline. And sometimes I do call the airline directly, like one carrier that we were flying from JFK to Heathrow, we spoke directly to them because we had some accommodations we wanted. And then the others from the other cities are simple flights, but I I like going directly to the airline.
3: I'll just say that the New York to um, London, that was Virgin Air because we like the pods. (laughs) We like to sleep in (laughs) a pod. There you go, the pod,
0: (laughs) the pod trips. (laughs) So once you get over there, um, you guys are spending a night in in London, and many people do that sort of a thing because you, you were explaining before we started the interview that the connections weren't really good and stuff. So um, how did you choose your London hotel, and, and how are you going to negotiate that? I mean, how,
3: Proc- how- <laughs> Proximity to the airport.
0: Well, again— Well, and I asked this question because a lot of folks, you know, a lot of people do these overnights at Heathrow. So I just thought there might be a—we might glean something from from your experience.
4: there is. And like I said in the beginning, we have a hotel chain we like to use, which is uh, a major chain that has some hotels that are—others that are franchised out. So we are getting points. Mm -hmm. And when we're staying at Heathrow, it's not costing anything because we're just using points for the one night stay and or others. You know, we could we could we've looked at uh, Airbnb or we've looked at other hotels or, or boutique hotels in certain cities, and we'll probably do that. But you know, when you're doing certain flights and certain vacations, if you've earned enough points just based on where you are in New York or different cities, we decided. To, well, I decided it might be nice. These are really nice four-star hotels, plus and uh, taking advantage of the point system.
0: That's what points and miles are for, is to create adventures that you couldn't create otherwise. So it sounds like that you're using, you're prudently using what you've accumulated uh, yes, to, my be, husband, to create a
3: wonderful vacation. My husband is very prudent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so before we let you guys go off on your adventure, anything, any, any last wisdoms you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, oh, uh, you know
3: what? I just want to say, because we know because of the terror threats that have happened in Paris and and other locations throughout the world the main thing you have to take with you is your patience I mean you cannot and, and you can't go with an attitude just go and do what the TSA says to do no matter what country you're in take your time make sure you 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 a lot for the appropriate amount of time at least two three sometimes four hours in advance so you're not hurried going where you're going because the last thing you want to do on your vacation is be stressed
4: Exactly, and and other things that you you both of you said on your show is that what we're doing now is prep before we leave. is yeah. You know, let your credit card companies know you're traveling abroad. Let your ATM travel card, which would be separate from your checking account, know that that's being used in another country. All that stuff
3: is stuff. You guys talk about that yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. On Do show? you register
0: yeah. with uh, what is what's it called? SIP or ship? Step. Step. Yeah. Step. S-T-E-P. Yes. With the State Department, when you go overseas, um, they ask that you register with, it's called STEP. Yeah, it's simply a way of your government knowing where you are. So you're just saying, you know, this is where we're going to be. And so, if there was a terrorist attack, or yeah. an earthquake, or a hurricane, or you know, something uh, something that was unforeseen, and you couldn't communicate, your government would know where you were and might be able to come and help you. So it's, uh, I'm sure, conspiracy theorists would have issues with telling the government where you're going, but most normal people don't. And it's, I really highly recommend it. Every travel, every major, major travel show now, the uh, State Department is out promoting this and yeah. asking folks to register. So it is a good idea just I think.
3: put it into my smartphone mark step smart traveler enrollment program so we'll definitely do it i mean i just think it it's a smart thing to do
4: i guess the last thing that we did prepping yep. is that uh for our key people we want to communicate with back here in the states oh, we yeah. downloaded the whatsapp uh for the wi-fi telephone which is free and that way you know if you're connected over overseas it's it's no cost on your phone to call.
3: Yeah, the other thing Mark just to let you know and Tom is that I don't know if you guys have heard of Waze, W A Z E. That is a, an app that you can have on your phone no matter where you are in the world. Mm-hmm. It it uh, finds where you are and you say, "Okay, so now I want to go to mm-hmm. the Eiffel Tower," and it'll say this is the quickest walking um, route, mm-hmm. if you're taking a taxi. It's like Google maps, maps, only it's more directed to people who like to walk to locations. So it's really cool. W-A-Z-E.
1: And for our listeners that are hearing uh, Amy Lewis and uh, Stuart Lewis for the first time, they are walking travelers When they uh, when they go to visit places. There's no cars involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, I know you're big on trains. Uh, and then from there, it's it's all about uh, by foot, isn't it? it yeah. We
3: call it the Pet Adventures. P-D, <laughs> Pet Adventures.
0: When you guys get back, we will look forward to the highlights of your trip, because now we've talked about your trip before you go, so our listeners will want to hear about uh, what you've done when you get back.
3: We always have a story or two, Mark.
1: Once again, our special guest, uh, Amy Lewis, uh, morning anchors for KFB B.K. and uh, Stuart, uh, the the vacation family planner. You two are so sweet, and thank you so much for coming in we and, love you guys. and spending some time with us. Thank Thanks, you,
3: guys.
0: Wow, that was a lot of fun. Amy and Stuart are always fun people to talk to, and um, they they I I sense that what they do is similar to what a lot of other folks do. You know, the the overnight at London and in London and stuff like that. So it's interesting that. In most families, it's the female who does the travel planning. And in the Stewart family, it's the male who does the travel planning and the lady who says, you know, let's go. Yeah, and and of course, uh, you know, uh, Amy gives uh,
1: the uh, the final... Oh, I have no the doubt. Final okay. I,
0: I have no doubt that that they're, happens.
1: They're they're a great couple. Uh, Stewart, uh, for somebody who really doesn't spend any time in radio is not his career, but you know, I I really appreciate what he does when he when he shows up and spends time. Well, with
0: Well, not everybody can talk about a trip, you know, before they go or after they go and share it with people in a way that can help. You know, what we're trying to do here is share things that make people smarter when they do it themselves. So, thank you to Amy and to Stewart. Uh, for your time and for um, some great radio, and we will talk to you when you get back. Now we have some Neil Diamond tickets to give away. Three pairs of two tickets. Uh, You can call us right now at 921-1530 or 800-834-1530. We will take the 5th, 6th, and 7th callers. Uh, On on either one of the lines, Luis will go during the break and answer the phones, 921-1530-800-834-1530. If you want to see Neil Diamond in concert Wednesday night in Sacramento, now is the time to call.
1: We are the Travel Guys, and (laughs) I know you. That sounded like the end of the break, didn't it, Luis? Okay, we are the Travel Guys. We'll be back. Mr. Neil Diamond on the radio, ladies and gentlemen. We are the Travel Guys, Mark Hoffman, Tom Romano. Again, brought to you by Sports Leisure Vacations. How Mark, old
0: do you suppose Neil Diamond is? Oh, uh, Neil's got to be. I, I, you know, I probably He's looked it be up. Well into his seventies. Uh, yeah. You know, years. I would say, I would say late seventies. Yeah, yeah. So this this could be like share. You know, this could be like the three year farewell. Tour. He keeps he keeps hanging in there. You know, they keep lowering the keys a little bit. Yeah. You know,
1: yeah. Neil Diamond has a style, uh, a vocal style. I've studied and done his songs yeah. and so forth over the years. And he's got this coarseness in his voice where when he hits the note, it's kind of like three or four notes all at once. Uh-huh. It's kind of a spatter. So with his style, he can, you know, it's a combination of singing and talking and, and, and that kind of makes it work for him it doesn't have to have all the the purity of all the defined notes that uh... well it's a uniqueness that probably all great vocalists have it kind of makes neil what he is and he's a a great entertainer and uh... uh... the ladies
0: love him and uh... have you seen neil diamond i have i saw him in sacramento probably it's been 15 or 20 years ago so uh... i think he does some pretty good music and we are going to give some folks some tickets by the way um... we have a website TravelGuysRadio.com, and there are some really cool things on it today. Um, usually there are all the things we talked about, but today there are just uh, some really neat things. Seven foods you should never eat on a plane. Um, the 11 most impressive waterfalls in the United States. So go to TravelGuysRadio.com, and you can find just some interesting travel stuff. I see
1: how Reno became more than my favorite road stop. Who, who's Chris, the mine? Chris Elliott wrote
0: that. Oh, okay, and uh, you know he's out on the road with the kids. That's by the right. way, he's going <laughs> to join us next week on the Travel Guys. So we have some uh, callers on the line here. We have some folks ready to play. Um, let's go to Raymond first. Um, here, hi Raymond, welcome to the Travel Guys. Go ahead. Hey Raymond, thank you for calling, buddy. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about gratuities here today as we try to decide who wins these tickets. You with us? Yes, I'm with you okay. all right. um let's see here skycaps at the airport let's You. you go to the airport. Mm-hmm. You're checking your bag with the SkyCap, Tom, outside of the the terminal. How what do you generally tip a SkyCap or not? Well,
1: absolutely. You know, it, most people probably know this, but if you don't, the SkyCaps outside mm-hmm. when you when you uh check in, uh, they're they're independent contractors and you can tip them. If you try to tip the the people inside the a- airport building right. that work for let's say Southwest, they can't they can't accept one. But but I always do and uh, you know, uh it's usually between Two and five bucks. I see.
0: Raymond, how about you? Do you, do you use skycaps at the airport? Yes, I do. Yeah. And do you tip them when you use their services? Yes, I do. Immediately. Yeah. So what do you think is appropriate for you? A buck a bag? A couple bucks a bag? What's what's appropriate? Five dollars a bag. Wow. Wow. Raymond is Raymond is, yeah. is rather... Okay, so when you get to the hotel and you've got the, the bellhop, uh, the bellman, he's taking your bags up to your room. How, how do you tip there?
2: Same, five dollars a bag. I we used to work in the hotel industry for thirty years.
0: Ah, there you go. So here's a man who knows um, what it's like to be on the other end of the of, of the stick. All right. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you one more um, for hotel housekeeper. I'm, I'm 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 infamous for for telling folks they should tip the housekeeper. Is that somebody that's on your tip list? Exactly. And do they yeah. do, do the housekeepers do as well as the bellman? Yes, they do. All right, all right. So let's uh, Raymond hang on the phone here. Um, looks like we've lost we lost one of our contestants. Um, okay, let's put Carmel, Carmel, Carmel on the line. Carmel.
2: Hello, I'm here.
0: Okay, how how are you pronouncing your first name here?
2: Carmel, like the
0: town. All right, Carmel, like the town. Cool. We're, we're talking Carmel about gratuities, and we're talking about do you when you you travel a lot? Do you stay in hotels?
2: Yes, I do. I'm actually a travel columnist, so I travel a lot.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So, and when, to, to, when you get to hotels, who's on your tip list when you get there?
2: Well, if there's a concierge, then they definitely are. If there's a shuttle driver, they definitely are. And then um, usually the concierge, sometimes the manager, if you're staying at a really high-end hotel.
1: Do you ever uh, go on uh, bus tours, Carmel
2: yeah I do sometimes in other countries it's a nice way to get around when you're not familiar with the area
1: then how about those uh those uh tour uh, bus tour guides do you are they on your tip
0: list
2: yes definitely
0: so do you use do you use ride shares uber's lifts, et cetera when you're out traveling around?
2: No, I hate to say it, but I've only used uber maybe twice in my whole life
0: are you a, are you a tipper do you tip your rideshare drivers i mean now you can tip on the app, but before you could have given them a couple of bucks or do you just figure that that's Whatever it says online that that's that's the end of the the show.
2: You know, I'm always given an additional cash gratuity. I think that's fair, okay. especially if they're a safe driver. I mean, you know, their your life is in their hands.
0: <laughs> that's a very valid, very very valid point. You all think right. of you, you, you should tip them
1: before you go anywhere so that they'll drive more carefully. You, I, is that what you do? It. Yeah, that this is <laughs> you know,
0: tip before you before you yeah, yeah, ride.
1: I, yeah, I just hold it up and I say, "This tip is for you. Just get me there, <laughs> and you get it."
0: If everything goes, if everything goes well, all right. Carmel, we're going to put you on on hold for a second here, and let's see. We've got one more contestant here on line one. Connie, are you with us? Yes. Hey, welcome to the Travel Guys here. We're talking about gratuities, and we're just kind of getting input and and stuff like that. Now, let's pretend here you've rented a, a rental car at the airport, and you're on the shuttle bus, okay? And you're going back to the airport now. Are you going to tip the shuttle bus driver?
2: Yes. I tip everybody I even tip because I put my car usually in long-term parking I even tip the guy who helps me on and off the bus and I know a lot of people don't do that and they always kind of look at me but I think it kind of I think that he gets more tips when he see they see somebody do that
1: well a quick question here we're almost out of time we got a minute and okay. a half uh shuttle bus operators what about the ones that don't even get out of the seat they no. you, you grab your own bag you know no. you had to put it on you got to grab your own bag and get off and they sit they sit there watching you get off how about them
2: right. no that is a good clarification so connie the ones that get up and help me
0: connie has standards that's the deal here tom <laughs> good. It, it's good for She's, you she, me Con, too. connie is easy money but only if you do something to make her life a little bit easier along the way all right exactly um, Connie and Raymond and Carmel, thank you for joining us. Hold on the line. Um, we have three pairs of tickets. We are going to give each of you a pair of tickets to see Neil Diamond on Wednesday night. I will contact you tonight by email to line up the, the details. So uh, Luis will take your information and make sure. Connie, Raymond, and Carmel, thank you to everyone who has called in today to be a part of our little program. Remember, you can find all the stuff we talk at at TravelGuysRadio.com. Anything up with you there, Mr. Romano? We got about half a minute.
1: No, that's about it. Once again, I want to thank uh, Amy Lewis and Dan Midgetson for uh, promoting the Travel Guys, uh, and we're going to promote them and say tune in every weekday morning for the best of the best when it comes to news. You're at the right place, KFBK News Radio. You got
0: it. Chris Elliott will be on with us next week. In the meantime, dance like nobody's watching.
1: Stay well, my friends. We'll see you next week, three o'clock here on the Travel Guys. Travel-